Hello. Oh, hello. We are getting ready for episode 3.3. 3. As they say in the podcast world. Oh, yeah. I should have known that <laughs> since I'm in the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Our very important, serious podcast that we have. Yes. Well, this is kind of the, or uh, for me at least, this is one of the best times of the year for books. Mm-hmm. Because just like with movies, you know, they put out like the big name, big stuff that they're really excited about in right. the fall. Right, And um, I mean, not everything goes that way, well, but it's just like a good time of year to see what the stuff that's is coming that, out. There. Do you think that's something to do with the Oscars? For the movies, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like, not for, not for I mean, books. for nothing else. Um, but I've just always, yeah. But yeah, for the Oscars, they like slide them in, yeah. like right at the end of the year. Yeah, like beginning so fresh of the year feels your a little weak. Mm-hmm. Then you got your summer blockbusters. Yep. Then Which are going to be their Oscar own thing. And, yeah. yeah, then it's Oscar time. Yeah. Okay. Glad but, we sorted that out. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Um, but with books, that's, you know, kind of a, a similar thing. But, um, so I've got a ton of things I'm excited about. Yeah, um, And some that I've just kind of uh, started or touched on or ordered or that kind of thing. So, yeah. Not then, sure yet. Yeah. TBDs. Yeah. Okay. But I think there's some, some good stuff that I'm excited about. So that's going to kind of be the focus on that. Okay. For book-wise. But then there's been a lot of things that I've been watching lately. And I don't know. There's... It's a very mixed bag, and some things are super weird. It's my favorite kind of bag. Okay. <laughs> Good. Because I don't even, there's like, I was trying to think of, you know, is there any kind of, like, connection between all these things? Zero. Nope. There's nothing. <laughs> Great. The books, like, you can kind of see, or at least the connection is that they're, like, coming out at this time of year. Right, but, right. Otherwise, who knows? <laughs> Um, but so the first book that I want to talk about is uh, coming out in November, mm-hmm. and it's called The Library of Fragile History. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, by Andrew Pedigree and Arthur Derwedewin. Ah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Him. Yeah, you know, Arthur. <laughs> and um, so basically it is one of the first um, historical reviews of the library as an institution. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to the ancient ones mm-hmm. um, and how how libraries were gathered or collected, at, at, you know, and for a very long time until very recently, yeah. libraries were for the rich and oh. by the rich and only collected by, you mm-hmm. know, people who were, you know, of a certain like, you know, social class or the, you know, the educated class or whatever. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so there's lots of of uh, good information yeah. in it. It's really, I think it's, um, you know, we know that in our lifetime, the change that the library has undergone, right. like in the public library mm-hmm. world, um, but over the centuries, it's like not imaginable. The, the, it's almost, you almost can't even call them the same thing. I was about to say, I, uh, my mind's racing a little bit. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely, it's coming out, um, like I said, in November, and it's going to be one of those I think a lot of people are going to be lining up to read. Cool. And then um, the next one, I'm excited about it. I don't know how many other people are into Nick Offerman, but I love Nick Offerman. I do, too. And he's got a new book. He's written several. Yeah, I'm forever bitter that, was it 
last year or the year before when he was like the guest speaker at TLA? TLA. It yes. was, was it last year? Was yes. it the COVID year? That's right, because it would have been my first year to go, and I was mm-hmm. so excited. Yeah, Texas Library Association annual conference. Mm-hmm. He was going to be there. I know. I had these fantasies of like, because he is really into Wendell Berry, and my dad is friends with Wendell Berry, and mm. so I had these fantasies of like getting to bring that up to him. <laughs> Not that it would have happened. I would have totally just like turned around just and been freaked a, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I do whenever I see somebody I'm famous. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe best that that didn't happen, but you never know. A girl can dream. Maybe he'll they'll entice him back at some point. But the book is called "Where the Deer and the Antelope Play." The pastoral observations of one ignorant American who loves to walk outside. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. And so it's just about him being in the outdoors. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I, his, his voice, his, his writing voice is just as funny as his, as his, uh, literal voice. And so, um, you know, I don't know if you have not read any of his books before, Mm -hmm. I guess this is this is probably a pretty good introduction to yeah. like his writing style. Cool. Um, but if you have, then I think you you know this is definitely right, it falls in line. Perfect. Uh, I think anybody would be pleased to pick yeah, it up. And it's it's the, it's light reading, nice. but he's a smart guy, so it's yeah. not like inane. It's sure, not just sure. you know silly comedy. It's it's I. I don't I I like that combination a lot. I kind of think I'm like that as a person, like. I don't know. Serious I'm but li- silly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm smart but light at the same time. <laughs> smart I'm light. Light smart. L I T E. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will I'm be not, on that bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Like, we know our limitations. <laughs> I definitely do. This anyone who listens to me speak on this podcast might be like smart. <laughs> no, of course I'm just not, not good at words. So, <laughs> like speaking them sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that is it's gonna, an important thing when gonna, you're, especially on a podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna write in my podcast uh, conversation <laughs> next time, and then read you'll it. know I'm smart, <laughs> and you'll just read it. Yeah, we'll both just have a pre-written script that we read to each other back and forth, and then they're just like, "Oh, well, now they're just bad actors." So, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll stick to this. This is fine. Yeah, this is probably the best you're gonna get. So. <laughs> Anyway, where the deer and the antelope play coming out uh, October, yes, uh, in October. So I'm sorry. I feel like it's always really clear when we do this at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. A little punchy. Yeah, a little punchy. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Jotting that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next one is, I mean, just fits right in there with what we're talking about being the end of the day mm-hmm. and the workplace. Mm-hmm. It's called Per My Last Email. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Witty, wicked, and wonderfully weird workplace words and phrases. Oh. Yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. So this is a quick little read, obviously, um, and it's it is a humorous one. Mm-hmm. But anybody that works in an office mm-hmm. or has been adjacent to an yes. office or has heard Knows of it, watch the show The Office. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know about circle back. Yeah, and uh, follow up. Yeah, and all of those. You know, like I don't have the bandwidth for that or whatever. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Which I always want to say, but never do because it's so dumb. Mm. But it it fits, you know? It, yes. I anyway. don't have the bandwidth for that. 
but there's, you know, lots of irons in the fire, <laughs> and our plates are full. Oh, yeah. Crystal. Yeah. So, anyway, um, it's funny. It's a quick I like little that. read. I really like it's, that. I think it's cute. Also coming out in October. Cool. And then there's some others that are coming out, like, more in the spring. Um, well, actually, there's one that's coming out that just it's coming out next week mm-hmm. for the end of this week. Um, so I'll touch on that one first and then the ones okay. more uh, further along. But um, September 11th, 2001, The Day the World Changed Forever, is a graphic novel oh. that is coming out the end of this week. Huh. And um, so I've, all of these that I'm reviewing now or talking about now are ones I've seen the, the pre-release copies. Mm-hmm. So um, I've oh. only seen a digital copy of it. Okay. okay. So I think that that, especially with graphic novels, it's a little bit harder to get into. Yeah, that's true. When you're looking at a small screen. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it's intriguing. Huh, and it's like yeah. these different like individual viewpoints of, you know, like people's recounting of that day. Like that mm-hmm. day. Um, and I think, well, and also it ties in because we're doing... Um, on September 10th mm-hmm. this year, we're having a, uh, remembrance, a remembrance, yeah, a, a program that's going to be about like, where were you, you know, at that mm-hmm. time, because this, um, is the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. of that, which is really crazy. It is. Yeah. And I mean, I remember precisely, you know, Same. every minute of that, you Same. know, when it happened, I think everybody did. Um, so I I want to look at it in like its larger uh, paper format, but mm-hmm. um, it was intriguing the yeah, part that I yeah. did see. So hopefully that's going to be good. Um, let's see. Then yeah, so coming out in the spring um, are <laughs> one that um, it's 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 a reprint. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a new edition um, of a book that I read in college because I had a class on vampires in literature. Cool. It was a very cool class. It was, it very, was so very fun. Cool. It was in literature and in film, so we watched adaptations of all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, Carmilla by Sheridan Le Fanu mm-hmm. is um, was written like twenty five years before Dracula. But it's a vamp. It's one of the earliest yeah. vampire novels. Okay, and so um, it's it is very exactly what you would think it is, Ooh. like from you know eighteen seventy uh-huh, something uh-huh. or sixty something. Yeah. You know all of the um, stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it does take a different. Uh, it's about a female vampire. Um, so it's it's a very Ooh. yeah it's a yeah. different very different tone yeah. than from Dracula yeah, for example definitely um, but if you're interested in that and uh, or you know in vampires or in Dracula or any of that stuff I would definitely this is also a really short quick read and I think that people would get would appreciate it um, I'll have to as being an early version yeah. of that yeah, yeah that sounds cool um and then another one that's coming out by the author of the warehouse which i read and reviewed here mm-hmm. uh rob hart he's written the paradox hotel which i'm very uh i Ooh. think it's gonna be so much fun the look in her eye just yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> first of all it hits all the things it's like it's a locked room mystery mm. yeah um at a hotel for time travelers and there's another check 
and there's a detective trying to solve a crime and from this guy who who wrote a really I thought a really great novel The Warehouse mm-hmm. which is about this like uh just as a reminder yes. big box kind of store mm-hmm. um in like a near alternate future mid but like could really be happening today and we just wouldn't know about it yeah um <laughs> where people like live and work in these big mm-hmm. like cities basically mm-hmm. um but yeah kind of horrifying yeah too. yeah yeah yeah. and so um so yes so it's it's uh it's very cool um the main character is january cole Great name. Great name. Check that off. Yeah. yeah. There's a murderer on the loose. I mean, check, check, check. all the things. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's not coming out, though, until February. So I kind of, yeah. I hate to bring it up, but I am, I think you should be ready to pounce on it when it comes Excellent. out. Yeah. yeah. Mark your calendars. That, exactly. That sounds fun. Yeah. And then another one um, is a writer who, but I, I think I probably think of Lisa Lutz, who's this writer. Um kind of on the same level like not my very favorite but uh-huh. they just write like consistently I'll read whatever they put right, out right right you know yeah that's and fair. so yeah and this one sounds pretty good this is called The Accomplice mm-hmm. and she's also written some stuff that's kind of more like um humor related kind mm-hmm. of stuff but um this one is definitely not mm-hmm. uh it's about these two friends um <clears throat> And it's Owen and Luna, and they're kind of, you know, they're so close, but they were never, like, a couple, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of mysterious in that way, like, what's, what is this Will connection they, that they, they have? They? Yeah, <laughs> and then um, they're, you know, best friends through their whole lives, mm-hmm. but then um, years later, Owen's wife is murdered. And Luna finds the, finds her. Oh no! Yeah, and so there's secrets. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just leave it. Oh, that's a, that's okay. That's a yeah. teaser there, but yeah. So, um, yeah, takes my mind to many so a place. They, yes, so there could we be go. all kinds of yes. things. Uh, and then the last book I think that I will uh, mention is um, Hummingbird Salamander. Uh huh. Which. Just two words. Yeah. Let's, let's just grab two words out of the air. And, Put them together. Yeah. Um, this by Jeff Vandermeer, who uh, wrote the Southern Reach trilogy, like Annihilation, which mm-hmm. was, the there was a movie with yes. Natalie Portman based on that. Um, and so this is another, like, speculative fiction mm-hmm. novel. Um, and uh, it, it's it's also, like like, a mystery, like a... Very, I don't you know. We're into escape rooms and like the kind, mm-hmm. like all these kinds of things. We are. So basically, this consult security consultant receives mm-hmm. um, an envelope with a key to a storage unit. Ooh, I like and that. And there's yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, who yeah. doesn't want to receive the key to uh-huh. like? Somebody send me a key to a storage I unit. I know. I know. Even if it's just, I'll be like searching for an empty mystery the rest of my life. Just, like, there's that fun. show, is it Storage Wars? <laughs> and let me tell you, I usually can't make it through the whole thing, but I love the beginning, where it's like, 
what is it gonna gonna be yeah and if it's not immediately like a pirate's treasure chest i'm like eh, switch the channel but it never is it's never anything it's always like stressful (laughs) there's like a bunch of boxes with stuffed animals falling out of them i don't know yeah and then you just imagine like (sighs) the scenario how did these things get yeah it ends up being kind of sad but hey that beginning it's a good beginning yeah the mystery. The mystery. The, uh, the locked door, you mm-hmm. know, that you want to... Exactly. Yeah. So, um, inside is a taxidermied hummingbird. Ah, see, that would... I would stay tuned for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then there's clues that lead her to a taxidermied salamander. Oh. Hence the two words in the title. Okay. Um, so, that's what kicks off the mystery there. And then... Like um, yeah, so... Another another good one by Vandermeer, who has kind of proven mm-hmm. himself in the time last two years. Again, sure. Yeah. So those are the books that are coming up, um, and there's a lot more that I just I'm going to get to next time because we don't want to. You know, we're not going to be here all night. <laughs> um, but uh, there are some shows that I want to mention that um, have been have, have drawn me in, and the yes. first one is The Chair. And it's on Netflix. Okay. And Sandra O oh okay. plays the main character. She's the chair of an English department at a university. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to say, Emily is writing this down. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sandra <laughs> you gotta O, go. yeah. Netflix, the chair, yes. All English departments. More yes. checks. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's funny. It's, it's um, I was flipping back and forth between episodes of that and then episodes of bake squad which i'll get to next but um it is kind of like the office or parks and rec where it's realistic and i worked in yeah. an english department yeah for a long time and uh so i you know You're have like, insider yep. knowledge checks out um but it's also over the top like, so it's just like you know and like now we know like with parks and rec you know, we're adjacent it's to Parks and Rec. It's slightly over the it's top. It's only slightly. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of reality and yeah, truth no, there. Yeah. And so I think that that's basically the same like vibe yeah, that you get from this yeah. is that, you know, they're, um, she plays the chair and she's like forty in her 40s mm-hmm. and the youngest, except for one person on the, oh, in the department. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And all the others mm-hmm. are, you know, like the funding's getting cut and they're going to start firing people or trying to make them retire yeah. or whatever. So you is know? it a comedy? Yes. Okay. I, I figured I just, that would have been yeah. unexpected if it, had, if it was a drama. <laughs> right. I mean, there's, there's clearly like, you know, some relationship drama and some yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But, but yeah, we're here for that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's exciting. I yeah. heard of it. And uh, yeah, so I've seen like three episodes of it. Cool. But, yeah. But then the Bake Squad uh-huh. is also on Netflix, mm-hmm. and uh, both of these got served up to me, you know, like yeah, how Netflix does. Yeah, like this. And, and they were right. Um, Christina Tossi is, and now I can't think of the name of her bakery. She's a famous baker, and she has, um, like, you can buy her, like, cakes or whatever online, and they'll ship uh-huh. them to you, but she also has, like, a big bakeries i'm gonna try to look it up yeah quickly and she's worked with some other milk bar bar, yes Yes. okay and i did know milk bar or that name so interesting i didn't know that yeah and and she's worked with other famous chefs you know yeah um, but 
So she has this show, which is like a unique take on a food yeah. kind of show or competition show. Mm-hmm. Um, she has these four people that work for her, like her crew, her team, her squad. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they, like, one of them is a chocolate expert and one mm-hmm. of them is an expert on cakes and one of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So they all have four different, like, things that they're known yeah. for. And then they get um, a job. Like, somebody asks them to make something, Uh and then they all have to come up with their version of it and then, like, pitch it. Yeah. And then they have, then the person picks whichever one they want. That is cool. Yeah. So it's the same people Mm -hmm. every episode competing against each other, basically. Yeah. So nobody's getting kicked off and all that kind of stuff. Well, and because, yeah, you you know, on any of those shows, there's somebody who does have a specialty area and they are geniuses mm-hmm. in that area <laughs> but yeah, if anything but they're else not... comes along mm-hmm. yeah no so that's that's cool yeah like the chocolate guy not great at making a cake you know but like... I'm not going to discount him because right. he can't make a cake yeah yeah so yeah so it's really good I've cool. been, I've I enjoyed like it and then um I watched I was doing lots of Netflix so lots of yeah. these are Netflix but um Misha and the Wolves is a documentary Nick watched it the other day, and I came in for the end and was like, oh, <laughs> dang. <That's, laughs> I don't even need to say anything. That sums it up yeah. right there. Oh, dang. <laughs> it is wild. Uh, what a ride. What a crazy, juicy story. Yes. Like, so basically the story, it, this is, I'm not going to give anything away. away but right. This ju- is in the trailer, because I did watch the yes. trailer before it came out. Yeah. And it, and Yeah. So it's about a woman who is a Holocaust survivor who writes a book about um, her how she right? her experience of being like left behind. Her parents are disappeared, and then she's on her own and she lives with wolves. Is what it's like. Goodness. So she writes a book about this, and then it, you just buckle up. Yeah. To see, like <laughs> it's. I wrote that it's riveting and weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so parentheses, yeah. yeah weird. And, um, don't forget the weird part. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I'm not usually, I don't know, I'm not all easily drawn into stories like that. Um, but I was, I was cu- very curious about this. Yeah, there's a big fat twist. Mm-hmm. But again, it is mentioned in the trailer, but you don't have to say it here. Right. Yeah. But. Because I do think it's, like, better if you don't know. Well, that was what it was. So I turned it on, and then I was like, do I want to look at this book? You know, do I want to look it up and see? No. Right. I just want to I want to go on the Tell ride. Me. Yeah. And I had not heard anything about yeah. this before, which I find amazing. There's so many of these documentaries that are coming out yeah. these days that are just really, really great stories. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how come... We're not How getting have them. I just heard about this yes. because of this documentary. Not all the time. Or, but I there's mean, a no, lot of but these. For real. Yeah. I mean, with this situation, I feel like maybe I vaguely heard about this being a thing, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was this specific woman. Yeah, and we're not even talking about probably what people think. We're, it's not even the wolves that we're talking about here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> exactly. Just try it out. Check it out. It's it's out there. Um, and then, so after that, I watched, I started, and I don't know if I'm going to continue it, but Interior Design Master. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes I like to just, like, zone out and watch 
pretty stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Nothing wrong this, with that. This is more like, okay, there were like one of the first like uh, designer challenge shows. Yeah. Um, was, and I can't, I, it just now was occurring to me. I wasn't trying to think about this until just now. Uh-huh. But it was a British show. Okay. And it was like they'd have this team of people that would go and they would like do somebody's room or ha- in their house or whatever as a surprise. And then the people would come in and be like, what the heck? You know, how did you... And were the reactions, like, always good? No. Okay, okay. Because what was the one where people would switch houses? Was it, like, house swap or something? Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's... I think that's the one. And that was, like, the first one... Yeah. ...where, like, neighbors would switch... Oh, my gosh. Bad idea. Bad idea. I mean, good television idea, but bad idea. But I would never... I remember somebody, like... Had a room where the walls were like moss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it was like I they mean, had a small budget. They like, couldn't like just get anything that they wanted. But how much do you hate your neighbors? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's there was... a lot of work to ruin a whole room. I guess it was just a room of yeah. their house. It was like a one in four chance somebody's gonna cry on the on every every episode, episode. Yeah. and in that one it was a hundred thousand percent <laughs> chance that someone was gonna cry. But that was like. <laughs> That was like started this whole like wave yeah. of interior design stuff. Yeah. And like that's so true. I've never thought about that. That's yeah. I hadn't thought about it till just now, actually, mm-hmm. but it did because it was like twenty years ago. It was a while ago. It, so, yeah, that yeah. it was on. And then they had an American version mm-hmm. because this was like on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um whatever so, the name of that show was, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. And we have them to thank for yes. this thing that we were watching. <laughs> and so this one is takes like um People who are like not yet professional interior designers, but are you On know, trying way. to you know, sure. tr- you know up and coming, Talented. up and coming. But they have yeah, okay. they've proven themselves okay. in this competition, and it's also British. It's on Netflix. Cool. Um, but they're like competing against each other to see who's going to be the top one. Okay. And I just I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm. Eh. She's wrinkling her Nothing. nose, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need need like I know subtitles. <laughs> Um, or we just need to do a video. Or yeah. can we have a narrator like, <laughs> to describe what yeah. our face? I don't want to know all the time what my face say, is doing. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to be. We don't need to show all the things. Um, so anyway, I don't know. You might like it, but I don't know that I'm going to continue. It's just it wasn't. It's not riveting and that, weird. I was just about to say, not riveting. No, yeah. okay. no, not riveting. Not weird. Eh. Exactly. <laughs> Two strikes. Uh, so then, um, I don't. I don't think I mentioned last week that there were some new episodes of Grace and Frankie. Yes, that's one of the things we started watching because uh-huh. I didn't realize that they're only putting some out, and there. I yes. know the others were coming out later, but not until like October or something. No, twenty twenty two. Excuse me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, so it is a super cute show. We've it, talked about it before. It is. I really I love Grace and Frankie. But um, yeah, so they just put out four episodes of what will be the final season, but it won't come out until after. I didn't realize yeah. that it would be the final season. Man, yeah, it's great. Those women, so great forever in their own separate ways. <sighs> Lily Tomlin, man. Yeah. She, I, when I was a kid, yeah, this dates me, but I, I think no, nobody is yeah. going to be surprised by how old I am. <laughs> but she, um, was in. I, I would just loved her. She played this like little girl that would, like she had like she would be in this big chair. I know what you're talking played, about. 
Lilith Ann, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then she was in a, like a TV movie, I think called The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yeah. Which was also just you know she's was just she hilarious. In I want to say she was in like a Muppet movie or a Sesame Street movie or something that I watched when I was a kid. Yeah. That came out in the nineties or something, and that's what I knew her from. And I just always I don't know I've always loved her. She's so hilarious in this. Oh I yeah. Mean, she's like who I want to be as an old old woman. <laughs> Maybe not completely, but <laughs> but like I like her um, outlook and. Yeah, no, she does she has not a very care. crunchy granola vibe. Yeah, I, I don't and think I'll ever be that crunchy granola, yeah. but no, it is good. And but it, I started thinking about because like um, Jane Fonda mm. is in her eighties, and this woman, both of them, it's just it's and she's unreal. Ama- I mean, she's a whole other podcast too. I mean, I heard her in um, on a podcast a couple of years ago, and she just. Knows herself. I mean, she's in her 80s, but she knows herself so well and trusts herself and has done some amazing things in her life. I just... Yeah, no, she's... I won't keep us, but... She's really interesting, but um, I... It made me remember, for some reason, um, some of her earlier work. Yeah. So, of course, you know, she did... uh, Barbarella. Yep. And some crazy stuff in the 60s. My sister and I watched Barbarella within the last couple of years. Really? Yeah. It like, it was so weird, it made me feel weird. You know what I mean? Like, Let I me had tell like you, weird... you haven't even scratched the surface <laughs> of weirdness, okay? It like gave me almost a weird feeling in my stomach. Just like, what am I looking at? She was also in a movie in the 70s called They Shoot Horses, Don't They? Okay. Which is about, it's about a... Uh, <laughs> Like a dance off, like you can't stop, <laughs> you can't stop dancing, and it is dark. What? It is not a comedy. It's crazy. So the seventies just rife with oh really my gosh, yeah. unreal stuff. But then in the, in the, in nineteen sixty eight, she was in a movie that I had seen years ago, and I just sort of like was started thinking about it because I watched mm-hmm. was watching these mm-hmm. shows, and it's called Spirits of the Dead, and it was directed by her husband at the time. Yeah. Uh, Roger Vadim, I okay. Vadim, whatever, however you pronounce it. Um, and her brother, mm-hmm. so it's like a, it's like several different stories. Directed by both of them? No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's just by her husband at the time. Okay. But her brother is in the film with her. Mm-hmm. And it's based on these unknown or very lesser known Edgar Allan Poe stories. Oh. And so it's like four different short films basically in this one. Oh. And are they split up? Like it's four. It's like different, four okay. different like Jones little vignettes. That we're yeah. <laughs> the one that she and her brother are in, he plays her suitor. No, nope. I already knew where you were going with yes. that. Yes. All right. <laughs> and it is weirder than you can. I can't even. Ah! I'm not even going to try to articulate okay. the weirdness that it is. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing it and being like, "Hey, that's, that's you know, they're brother and sister." And then I'm like. Wait, they're brothers. Because I watched it without <laughs> knowing anything about it. Like, yeah. I didn't know the historical yeah. context. Yeah. Ooh. Let me tell you. So, that was... Jane has been through a lot. <laughs> and we love her and respect her for it. Yes. Then, they were, there is, I, there was, like, a period of time when, well, I, I still, I'm a sucker for, like, a tearjerker. Yeah. And I've talked totally. about some of them that, like, especially from when I was a kid. Yeah. Somewhere in time, like I could, I would just like 
turn it on and be like instant. Yeah. You know, oh, like, I think uh, this is. I think yeah, I remember we talked about, about yes. The English patient. Mm-hmm. If I'm, yes. yeah, cathartic. This there was this movie called The Doll Maker. Mm-hmm. Nineteen eighty four. Ah, okay, and so this was a TV movie. I'm real. Yeah. Okay. There's some trepidation it, over here. <laughs> it was a TV movie. Um, I think it like, uh, and I'm like remembering this from watching it as a kid in nineteen eighty four. Right. So maybe I don't get all the details, but Jane Fonda plays a woman. It's like in the um in the Depression era. Okay. Who um. Let me just say. She's the doll maker. Okay. But um, there is a child involved and a train accident. Oh, with no. The child. Yeah. So my parents were letting me watch this. Just willy-nilly. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unattended. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I watched it more, more than one time because yeah. I, yeah. like, yeah. You remember it well enough. It probably wasn't just a, yeah. And I remember it, like, being a tear not not a tearjerker but tear. just like uh, explosion yeah tear explosion yeah it was very sad and for some reason i hadn't thought about that in years and then i was watching this and i don't know what triggered it but Grace i was like <laughs> i just had a flashback to these like two extremely different but yes. pivotal in my memory jane fonda films it's why i love her I mean, she's done it all for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Have you ever done a workout video? Yeah, we, we owned those. Yeah. I think I, I, I told mean, you how Callie and I tried to do one last year. <laughs> and we <laughs> we got through the first, like, ten minutes. And then um, we were like, man, I am exhausted. I can't even move my arms. And then Jane Fonda says in the video, all right, now we've finished the warm-up portion. Yeah. And we were like, ah! <laughs> and then you turn it off. And then you turn it off. Yeah. No, no, she was yeah serious business, and we we did we owned the tapes yeah. and uh, as little kids we just I mean I don't know how many hundreds of times we follow along them. with yeah. Jane. Oh, anyway, her. that just went all over the place, but Grace and Frankie, watch Grace and Frankie, it. yes. <laughs> Back to it's so fun, yeah. And then there was another uh, season two of a show we've talked about before, Modern Love. It's on Prime. <gasps> Oh, I saw it advertised, and I thought they were just advertising it to me again. And I yeah. was like, I watched this. There's okay. only, like, a handful of new episodes. But the first one, um, talk about some tearjerkers. The first one mm-hmm. is with Minnie Driver. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Who I've met. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to circle back to that. That's fine. We don't have time right now. <laughs> yeah, our plates are too full right now. We'll fall, We'll circle back to uh, the follow-up no, on that. Yeah, <laughs> the one Oscar nomination. Did she win? She's, she's one nominated. of the bigger famous people that I've met. So yeah. Gotta, gotta bring it up when I can. Of course. Mm-hmm. I gotta hear about this, too. Dropping all kind of names this, <laughs> this episode. Yeah. But she, um, it is sad really but it's good it's very good but modern love if we if you don't remember is these real stories from i want to say new york times or something like that yeah and they um so they take these real stories that are like written Mm -hmm. in um and then they sort of fictionalize it yeah so there's like some yeah yeah and then the other ones in this new season yeah. Not good. No. No. Um, but that one was worth it. I liked from the first season, so. Yeah. The other ones, it felt like, um, 
just unfinished or something, which I can get, you know, yeah. it being during COVID, but it, well, yeah. yeah. And then, um, the last thing that I'll mention, and we'll save the rest for another episode. No, two more things. Cause I have to, I have to end with Go the girl. weirdest thing. I'm with you. <laughs> um, Fosse Verdon on Hulu. Yes. Is good. I've not watched it, but yes. Um, it has like like as it's it kind of goes back and forth in time mm-hmm. and between the different characters and so it'll be like a subtitle or of, of the of the section or whatever the mm-hmm. segment will be like twenty eight years left ah and you're like left of what I like that and then um, nice detail. or such and such months before heart attack <gasps> so, yeah. ah, okay that's so I'm it, doing it a lot tells of you this episode too. <laughs> one of those days yeah, yeah, yeah. but um or like number of months since last oscar award or whatever yeah so yeah. you know it it it's kind of told in an interesting way That's it's cool. like uh, you know it's a unique um structure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um otherwise and the actors are good uh mm-hmm. sam uh rockwell rockwell really i was yes. just going out on a limb on that one yeah Love he plays so much Fosse. And uh, he's great. He mm. really saved it because the guy was just disgusting. He was a pig. And so, um, you know, it's not, like, uplifting in that sense or anything. Right, right. But, but to uh, watch him. But to watch him, he's really, he does a great job. He's one of the greats, for yeah. sure. And then um, the last thing I'll mention is also on Prime, and it's a movie that just came out called Annette. Mm-hmm. With Adam Driver and Marion uh, Cotillard. Cotillard. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Wow. Ooh. Just <laughs> we talk about weird and yeah. riveting. It was not exactly that. Uh, I mean, it was the, one of the weirder things I've seen. Really? Like that What's was it mainstream. About? First of all, it's a musical. Oh, oh. Which did I did not realize that like, going into it. Can he sing? Not really. I mean, she can. Yeah, but, I mean, because she was in she Vivian did, Rose, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. but huh? But okay. I don't know if she's doing like she plays an opera singer and he plays a comedian, oh. and it's kind of in a like a not really, um, little bit of an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. It's just things are just a little different, so it's like maybe a few years in the future, right, things are just right. a little bit different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They let me just I'll say this because this might make you want to watch it or not depending on your personal preferences. Okay. But they um, are a couple uh-huh. and they have a baby, and the baby is a creepy puppet uh, that okay. they carry around I talking can't. to, singing because it's a musical, and it's a little, you know, articulated <laughs> marionette puppet. I, it's not trying to be like when I first like the first when they introduce it did not know whether this was happening um, they introduce this like they're like she gives birth and she told them the baby and I'm like hmm that's not a real baby <laughs> <laughs> and I thought well that's just so weird like why would they get such an obviously not real baby but that like, was you can just find a baby yeah someone's... And, and they apparently just rub <laughs> strawberry jam on them right that's how right, they make them look right like, right no, uh, but then but then it became Hold clear on. that Are that was an strings? intentional no strings. Okay, okay, but it does like move its little head around and has like articulated joints. Do they acknowledge that it's a puppet? No, 
don't know. This is weird Just, to me. Because I it's like weird. over two hours long. Okay. So that was the other. I yeah. don't know. Sometimes that's the deciding factor for me is I'm like, over two hours? Mm-hmm. Not always, but. And like the first what? big musical production, like when they're like meeting and, and you know, becoming a couple or whatever, it's yeah. like. They just sing We Are In Love With Each Other over and over again. Are they, again. like, making fun of La La Land? Like, it was not... If it was making fun of something, it was only in the darkest, most <laughs> evil sense. What? It wasn't funny. So it takes a dark turn. It's not... It's, yeah, it's not intended to be humorous at all. Like, he's a I... tormented comedian. I mean, there's funny aspects sure, to it. And I'm at first, you're laughing at the... Just the whole, like, the way... Ridiculousness of yeah. it, yeah. I'm just kind of rolling my eyes at this whole idea. It's a lot. It's a lot. It was beyond a it's lot. It's a lot. And that's we're we're gonna leave it there. And I dun, do want to. I yeah. do want to hear from people who have also watched this, or or if you knew that that's what that was about, and then you watched it, like, is it fitting? Is it like yeah, yeah, like filling? Knowing, the, does knowing what you're getting into does that make a difference, make a difference. here? Yeah. Because if I, if I had known that, I think I probably would not have Gone for watched it. it, yeah. But I ended up watching the whole thing. Which says something. Although you are uh, better about that than I am. I also, like, You're... I did, like, prepare. I did my cooking for the week while I was watching uh, it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't, like, I was not riveted. Totally engaged, yeah. Not riveted. Uh, how <laughs> insane. <laughs> I just wish we I had watched it with somebody musical else. puppets. Not funny, or mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. <laughs> dark, in fact. Very dark. After we turn this off, I'm going to ask you details. You don't have to give spoilers <laughs> away, but I'm going to go ahead and say I'm probably not going to watch this ever. Yeah. And I just want to know now, so. Yes. We can go. We, yeah. We're going to go now. And we're going to go now further. and discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see you next week. Yeah. Here, or you'll hear us next week. We'll talk to you next week. Why do I say that every time? I just think of seeing somebody as... Oh, man. Uh-huh. Table tennis is getting crazy in the room next door. I think it is time to go. Yeah, we definitely got to sign off now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're listening to Crystal and Emily on Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts.